0: Real people, real opinions, Real Talk Radio,
1: the multi-award-winning Niall Boylan show.
0: Hits.
1: It's a shocking figure when you think that one in five pregnancies, or one in five women, actually, um, that's probably, probably more than one in five pregnancies because some women will have multiple miscarriages. It's a shocking figure that one in five Now, again, I don't want to frighten people off getting pregnant because four and five are healthy pregnancies. But even that one in five is a terrible figure, isn't it? Now, we are getting better at understanding miscarriage. And generally, I think the answer and the reason why women have miscarriages is their body just isn't ready to have a baby. I think that's probably the simplistic answer for it. and Most doctors will tell you that. It's just not the right time for you to be pregnant. Your body isn't in a good, healthy state maybe at that particular time or something just isn't quite right. And it's not your fault it's not anybody's fault it's just nature and um, so we want to know if you've been in that situation how was that time for you how difficult was that time for you and what's the right thing for people to say when they know you because that's the stigma around this and there shouldn't be a stigma we don't talk about it enough we don't talk about miscarriage we don't talk about menopause we don't talk about periods there's all this kind of stigma around all of these things, stillbirths. You know, so when you meet somebody who you knew was pregnant, but you haven't seen them in maybe a year, but you, you had met them when they were, say, two months pregnant, and you haven't seen them in ages, and then you realise they're not pregnant anymore, but you kind of have heard to the grapevine, they might have lost the baby. Do you kind of say, oh, sorry about your loss, or do you say nothing and just bring up the subject just in case it makes them all sad? Or, or what do you do in that situation? I want to know what you think. The number, by the way, as usual, 87 Maybe you are a woman who's had a miscarriage. And by the way, I don't want to ignore men here as well. Because although physically the miscarriage is a huge loss to a woman as well, um, emotionally, the miscarriage is a huge loss to the father of the child, in most cases, where the father is around or on the scene. Uh, it's a huge loss to him too. Because both parents really wanted that baby. And... Well, I would like to think they did anyway. And that would be a huge loss. So it's 087-188-0008. Rosie, I think it is. Uh, Hi, Rosie. Hello. Hi. Hi, Rosie. How are you? Not too bad. How are you? Good. Rosie, miscarriage is something that we really don't talk about an awful lot. And people who've never experienced it know very little about it because we don't talk about it.
2: Yeah, well, first off, I have to say that like, you know, to any woman or man, it's like, it's such ter- like terrific experience, not just to a woman, but also to a parent, you know, to a father, you know? Mm. Yeah. Um, I've gone, I, I like, I don't even know how to really explain this, but my mom had a miscarriage and she fostered me and my dad unfortunately like you know didn't really know about it but I'm like you know it's like it's just it's just a traumatic experience like yeah. I was very 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 I suppose anyone that's listening in like I, I was very grateful like very to be fostered with my mother and like my mother obviously miscarried, kid and it's like well like what like what, like it's just like say like, you know, what you do? Like, it's, mm. it's a tr- it's, it's, it's very traumatic experience.
1: Well, I, um, I was in the same position as you. My mother miscarried and that's why I was adopted. So, because... And she... you
2: were adopted as well?
1: Yeah, so yeah. I was, I was I adopted. I was my position. mother had multiple miscarriages and because she then was afraid to continue getting pregnant, uh, I was adopted.
2: Yeah, and like, my mom, like, miscarried and she obviously fostered me, my brothers, um, had that life, and it's like it's a trauma. It's such a traumatic experience that, mm. like, you just kind of like I see my mom lives with it, and you, you just kind of like go, so it's such a hard experience, like, you know. And I've seen it with my mom, and like, yeah, anyone that's out there, it's kind of like going, it's heartfelt, it's traumatic again, that's the word I use, yeah counselling, therapy, um, I don't know, like, it's just a really heartfelt situation. Um, well, it's
1: the, for, for couples who want their baby, which I assume are most couples who want their baby, you know, it's, it's the loss of a baby. It's not, it's not just, you know, a pregnancy ending or something like that. Or you know, for, for, It's the loss of a mm-hmm. child. You know, it's a child that they've expected to come into their life You know, they, and they may have made preparations for that. They may have got a baby room ready. And I don't, some people do things like that, I suppose, in the early days. You know, so it's, they're welcoming this little child into the world. And all of a sudden, this child is no more. And, and that, the grieving process behind that must be awful. Yeah. Like, it's
2: just a grieving process, isn't it? And it's like, and I, I, Actually, I have to say, uh, my sister-in-law just had a baby uh, yesterday. Congratulations um, my sister- Yeah, I know. I'm an auntie again, but uh, I'm kind of screwed because I'm like <laughs> seven kids now, like for
1: Christmas. So <laughs> oh, yeah. that's a lot
2: more presents. <laughs> yeah. A lot more presents.
1: <laughs> Every time you're an auntie, it's costing you more money. Yeah. Every
2: time you're an auntie, you're like um oh, here we go again now, like, yeah. my, There's, there's my, another my,
1: 50 quid, yeah.
2: There's another, well, actually, there's no, like, probably another 100 quid, because it, yeah. there's spoils, and they're like, oh, we want this, and we want that, and I'm like, "I okay, I'm going to have to, like, check my bank balance. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, it is, definitely I have to say, a traumatic kind of thing that happens, and, you know... I don't know how to say it or vouch for something, but like my real mom like you know could have been like a kind of a case where I could have been like miscarried or aborted or whatever it is, but yeah. like child children are cho- children are children, but like it's a, well well here's the thing right if har- you were to look at
1: anything har- yeah, if you were to look at anything good that came out of it. And if you want to say that yeah. anything good came out of it, what good the good that came out of it was that you were given a loving home. Um and that was the good that came yeah. out of it. You know?
2: Yeah, I have to say I was given a very good loving home and just loved. And like as you said, you were adopted. So you know, you're given a loving home and you do your best. And obviously you are on the radio. I've done nursing and you know, I'm doing everything that I can do. But um mm-hmm. yeah, it's a heartfelt such situ- situation for anyone that's miscarried because you do feel empathetically sorry for someone you do feel like sad. Yeah. Empathy empathy What what other word can you? What's the what's the right
1: thing to do? By the way, when I mean I don't know if you. I'm sure you know people who have had a miscarriage. Mm. But oh, of course, yeah, I know. Do you talk to them about it, or you you just avoid the subject? Of
0: course,
2: no, I don't. No, not at all. You can't like everything in life at the moment. Like you don't avoid the subject. You don't. You can't like like I think I am in life at the moment. Yeah. You can't avoid any subject. You have to talk, talk, talk. Mm. And it's not just, it's not just about females, it's about males as well. Oh yeah, I know. It's not just just a woman that's lost a child, it's a dad that's lost a child. Yeah. And you have to talk about it and I think way forward is like, talk.
1: Yeah. And I know, by the way, it can also be very difficult for a couple, you know, a relationship can go through a lot of strain and a lot of stress at a time like that. You know, yeah, because like, they're looking for then, answers, they're looking for answers, they want to know why you know and 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 then there's a fear of getting pregnant again, you know how long will this one last yeah. will, will I have another miscarriage because it is quite common to have a second miscarriage it can happen, you know when I say quite common, less common than having the first one but but obviously, it can be common again to have a second miscarriage
2: yeah, and i've I've had like I've had like um one or two friends that have lost kids um um like when we had like uh my friend my friend lost uh my friend lost a baby um i have to say it was really sad because thank god uh, all i can say is thank god that they managed to survive and get through it yeah and they managed to get through it and they did have another child and the mm-hmm. child is now like 3 and yeah. uh, How they got through that relationship focused on their marriage was, like, phenomenal. But Mm -hmm. you just have to survive. And if if it's going to, I don't know, if it's going to counseling or whatever it is you Like, for me, I'm just like, you just got to talk. Like, everyone, and I, like... I don't know who's listening to the show tonight, but you got to talk because I think in this life you have to talk because if you don't talk, then the world's a disaster.
1: Well, that's why we're all here tonight, Rosie, and that's why it's a talk show because I think it's important that people listen to other people talking and their experiences. Stay there, Rosie, just for a second because you mentioned, obviously, the dads too. And Andy, hi, how are you? How's it going? How are you doing? Andy, you went through this with your wife.
0: Yeah, um, thirty six years ago now. Yeah, and back in those days, it was very much. Um, we had gotten married same year we got married. We we were expecting, and yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't something we had planned. We said, "Oh, Grant, but look, this is we had hoped for a few more years before we decided." But look, it was. It was. What it, was. What it was. Yeah. It was very exciting, and we had the whole thing of. Decide, we'd wait till a certain period of time to tell people. Everyone was happy, delighted. In your head, you try not to go there, but you do always go to well, what this baby will be like. The, the the whole vision of that child is in your head and right the whole way through. Uh, uh, it's not just as a baby. It's right through school, going how they're going to be brilliant, whatever have you. What you they're going to do for a living. It's a, <laughs> yeah, it's it, I know it's a fantasy, but it's your fantasy. No,
1: it's lovely, isn't and, it? Um, yeah.
0: It's just basically it's 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 it, it's the word expecting. It is really, you're expecting something. So um we just had a situation one night. Um my wife just wasn't feeling well and we said look we'll go to the to the how many, how many weeks pregnant way? was she
1: at that stage by the way?
0: Um about four and a half months or thereabouts. Wow okay. and um so there was a problem and we said, Look, we'll go and it was dealt very matter of factly. Um, it was into the hospital uh, a, 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 a procedure was followed and we're told that the baby's gone, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it no. would have been blah, blah, blah. And that was it. And um, It was no go home. and Everyone said the same thing from the people in the hospital, from the doctors, from everybody, family, everyone. They don't know how to <laughs> talk about it. So the only thing says, I'm sure you'll have another one. I'm oh, you right. teachers, okay. later. We do have our two children. We have this year a grandchild, a grandson. So yes, it has. Time will heal. But Mary is the baby we call her. She was in 36 today, or not today, but this year. And we just think, you know, what could her life have been? So, but the only people that talk about this really are me and my wife. We talk about it still when we feel like it. Um, we never avoided talking about it to each other.
1: And what, do you, do you, um, do you remember birthdays and things like that? Do you, have you given us a date well, that it would we have would been have born? Had, we, would
0: have, we, we would more remember the date of uh, uh, when this happened. Of the miscarriage, happened.
1: yes. Yeah. Yes,
0: um, we, we wouldn't necessarily go through. We decided that ourselves. Now, what we did do, and it was just for us ourselves, we felt that we wanted to dedicate the baby as a baby because of our belief, and so we said a prayer. And yeah. we said, just between me and you and God, we thank you for the opportunity, we thank you for what happened, and we trust that, in our sense, now it's not for everybody, but for us, we said, look, we trust that for some reason,
1: it you know... It was the right
0: thing to happen. ...this has happened, yeah. this has happened for some reason. So, yeah. um, we just went that way, but the thing is, it it, it was amazing to me how there, there was no phone call afterwards from anybody, from, from hospitals, from doctors, from anybody said. say, How are you coping? It uh, It was nothing, literally nothing. And I felt for my wife because of that, not so much for me. But afterwards, I kind of thought, you know, there was two of us in this. And if it hadn't been for her way of talking to me, I would have found it very difficult to deal with. She was so considerate of me because she allowed me to say things I needed to say.
1: I mean, that was um, tough. That was halfway yeah. through a pregnancy. Oh,
0: yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. She she allowed me to, to say to her, you know, how I was feeling and, 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 and you know.
1: Yeah, because uh, you, do, you I don't, I mean, you, you, the way you're, yeah. I, I can only imagine it's your wife. She's just lost a baby mm-hmm. and you want to be, you don't want to be telling her that you feel down because you kind of feel a bit selfish mm-hmm. doing that You because you, you think of yourself. Yeah. I mean, gosh, she feels worse than I do. So I better not tell her I feel down. You know what I mean? So- well, it,
0: it, tur- it turned out that, that it is funny in saying this, but a trouble shared is a trouble to have kind of thing. It literally was we depended on each other. And it was the first year of our marriage, and it made such a difference to how we dealt with each other. And um, we we became, in, in, in a sense, people that, you know, it didn't matter how you were feeling, it was okay to say it, you know. And that's the thing I'd love to, to say to people. If you're feeling a certain way, it's okay to say it. You don't have to wallow in it, you don't have it, but it's definitely okay to to have somewhere safe to say it. And if the safe person you say it is is the person who's been through it with you, that that's, that can help. But I would like it to be more um, discussed or more acceptable to discuss it. I, I, I had a very strange one that years and years and years later, somebody mentioned to me in passing that, you know, he was feeling particularly bad that day because of XYZ and it turned out he had the same situation. We sat down, had a cup of tea, and talked it through and it was amazing how similar. That's our what story I'm saying. Was, and and that's what
1: Rosie crazy. is saying. We need to talk. We we yeah. all need to talk yeah. about these yeah. things.
0: Yeah. and um, as I said, people find it difficult. I mean we are still talking about let's let's put it as it is, we are still talking about the debt of expectation. you still so talk? kind oh. of
1: sorry sorry Rosie. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was
0: just
2: gonna say to like Andy. um Andy Andy, do you still talk?
0: Do we still talk?
2: Do you talk to each other about it? It's not like I wouldn't say still talk because that would be a mentioned that's it, like, do you do you talk?
1: About about the miscarriage, you mean?
0: Yeah, like yeah. you talk about it.
1: Oh you still, yeah, yes, thirty years um, later, yeah. It
0: would it, it would it would happen in in. in uh, it, it's it's almost it's almost like the, the, the as I call them, waves of, the waves of grief that you find for any uh, any situation like that. It becomes one of the things that you you go through and so you experience. And so certain things will remind me
1: mm. and
0: certain... Uh, and by the way, can, I, can I
1: ask you, and I, I hope I know this kind of upsets you. I, I know it was a long time ago, but still, you know, the memory is always still there and the grief is yeah. always still there. But yeah. way, after that happened... I'm assuming it it has a, it puts a stress on a relationship. Of course it does because they always oh, say, by the yeah. way, the loss of a child puts you know, stress. Do you know
0: the thing but, I found most? To be honest with you, Nile, is the fear. The fear the next time we were pregnant. Yes. My I, God, yeah. I was I was I was nearly, I was nearly incapable of keeping my manliness. If you want to put that back together for my wife?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was
0: so great. I, I know. I
1: spoke to a girl recently who I know had a miscarriage. And thankfully, yeah. she had a very healthy baby a year or two later, yeah. but she told yeah. me in her second pregnancy that fear that she had every time she felt a twinge and, you know
0: and, and I understand that from the from the woman's point of view and that, that sense. but you're 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 expected like you you grew up the same time I did. we're the same age i'm i'm fifty nine now you're on the same aren't you sixty roughly?
1: yeah i'm sixty yeah
0: yeah yeah and and so we were brought up in an age where men didn't show any kind of weakness and if you did show any emotion that was a big thing like and so you had to behave a certain way but at the same token you were so afraid for what might happen that what you'd have to go through again because you've already gone through it and though you weren't feeling you had none of the pain you had none of. there was definitely uh um those moments where you kind of you know if 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 certain things were, were said oh And I don't mean to be indelicate here. Like someone would say, "Oh, you know, they're spotting," and you're like, "Oh, that word, you know, means completely." No, you go to which uh, is quite normal
1: during a pregnancy, pregnancy, but I know, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But you go, you go, go, Braxton You go and you talk to that to, to let's say, a a, a general book. He's kind of like, "What are you talking about?" Like, but the thing is, you get so tuned in because you're uh,
1: yeah, you 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 almost become an expert. Yeah, but the other thing, the other thing too, just before I go to Kathleen Annie, I wanted to ask you was. The people yeah. that you knew and your friends, your colleagues, your workmates, whatever, who knew you were pregnant, you and your missus were pregnant, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. was their reaction? You know, did, did they kind of avoid the conversation and just kind of go, oh, better not say anything to him, he's already in a bad way? Or or, or, did, did. or did they approach some, you and say sorry and, and talk to you about it?
0: Some some said nothing at all. Others would say, sorry for your, your news. Um, yeah. But that was it. Um, one or two would say, you, you know, do you need anything? But there yeah. were the very few white people. But it was kind of, you were left to deal with it. And as I say, I hope it's better now. But you I would imagine, to I hope
1: it is better. Well, I think the hospitals mm-hmm. are certainly better mm-hmm. at dealing with it now. Yeah. And I know the yeah. law is, by the way, because, for example, if you have a stillbirth or miscarriage, any time over 24 weeks of pregnancy now, you're entitled mm-hmm. and the, uh, the birth weight is at least 500 grams, which is a half a kilo. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're entitled to full maternity leave. This means that you can take the basic 26 weeks maternity leave and 16 weeks additional maternity leave. So you're entitled to maternity leave the same as a woman who has a baby once it's over 24 weeks. So you would have been in that situation probably, yeah. Yeah. Mm. The thing to to remember now, before I go, the last thing I
0: would say to you is that I would say to anybody, anybody at all, remember everyone has a story. Everyone has a situation. Some people who carry their child and then lose their child, people who have miscarriages, everyone has a story. And it's, it would be just a good thing if we opened ourselves up to letting people tell us that if they want to. You don't have to cure it. You don't have to tell them what to do. All you have to do is listen. That's it. That's all you have to do. And that gives the person, if you're listening, the opportunity to talk to you.
1: Now, we'll, stay, we'll just stay there for a second because Kathleen, hi, Kathleen, how are you? Oh,
3: yeah. oh hello now.
1: Hello, Kathleen, um, how are you? Oh,
3: uh, sorry about that. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm not too bad now. I can't. Yeah, I... I... <laughs> I'm just coming to my room because my daughter's here and she, she doesn't want to be talking about miscarriages.
1: Oh, okay, I can understand. <laughs> I can understand that, yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, so it's a very hard um, thing for a woman to go through now, you know. Yeah. Um, it happened to me when I did, my girl's 36 now, the yeah. one I have, and uh, it happened to me when she was five. Okay. Uh, but I was... Uh, Oh, I think it was uh, 12 weeks.
1: Okay, it was quite early in the pregnancy, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. because it would have been very commonplace, you know, to, you know, a lot of women lose their babies when they're, I was heartbroken now. I'd say you were. I was. And um, I asked the doctor, how, you know, this was in England. And um, I asked the doctor, you know, why did I lose my baby? And he said, we don't know. We don't know why you lost your baby, you know we we don't have any they don't
1: answers, no, they don't generally know
3: right, and then I said, well, um, could you tell me, could I be able to have you know I was in my late thirties when I, you know when I lost my baby and
0: yeah,
3: I could I have any more babies and they they told me no, and I said, why why can't I have why can't I not have any more and he said that all my tubes were were bruised oh, from okay. the miscarriage so. Okay. So that was that was my story, and it was very very hard. Now,
1: yeah, I'm I'm sure. So you yeah. basically had a double whammy, so to speak. You all yeah, you had the pain did, of the yeah. miscarriage and the grieving he, of that, and then knowing that you can't yeah. even do it again. Yeah,
3: yeah, that yeah, that's yeah that yeah that's that's what happened, and uh, it was terrible, terrible hard, you know, but. I suppose, in a way, at least I have one. I have one girl, you know. Mm-hmm. handful though she is, but <laughs> I do have one girl, and I thank God, you know, that I've got her. You know, that way when yeah. I look back at things, and you know, uh, yeah. but uh, it's very, very tough. And uh,
1: and were I you married? Know. Were you married at the time, Kathleen?
3: I was married at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was married at the time. So
1: it was tough on uh, both you then. Yeah, was.
3: Well, he didn't. He. He wasn't the best, but I okay. suppose, looking back on it, you know, um, some people, some some people, are you there now? Yeah,
1: I am, sorry. Somebody else just dropped the line All there. Right, yeah,
3: it, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I suppose in a way, it may be, maybe he did think about it, but, you know, it just, I, I, I don't know. He, but, in other
1: words, what you're trying to say to me, he wasn't the most supportive person in the world.
3: No, he wasn't, no. no I'm no, sorry he to hear that. No. No. You know, because he and, and he you know be, that's so
1: important know. when I listen to Andy's story too. It is so important that a couple work together through a difficult time like that. So yeah, it's more difficult for you, very
3: much so. Yeah, and so. I, yeah, well, you know, that and, and that, that's the thing, you know. And um,
1: but you kind of had to get straight back to it because you had a five year old, you had a five year old to look after yeah, as well,
3: yeah, 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 you know. And not only that now, because for the simple reason that, um, basically. Uh, it was, how can I put it to you, I don't think he wanted a second child because I already had, I already
1: okay.
3: had my daughter, you know.
1: Okay, so and, he wasn't uh, keen so on the pregnancy to, anyway. He, okay. he
3: wasn't really keen on it, but I said, come on, we even a little but so a brother or a sister.
1: And mm.
3: um, and then I found out later in life, I found out later that it probably was, it would have been a little boy. Uh-huh. And I named him, I named him Michael, <coughs> to me dad. And when I came to live in Ireland, you know, um, I was uh, I went into church and uh, you know they they were doing some kind of a service and I think it was in Dominic Street at the time, and um, I got talking to I said oh I'm very you know are you okay yeah. and you made friends with nice people and I said no I lost I lost my baby and and it would it would have been like when I lost my baby. It would have been about a few years prior to me coming to live in Ireland, uh, and um, the lady said to me, "Well, you know, your baby's your baby's an angel," and I said, is, "Is my is my baby an angel?" She said, "Yeah, your baby's an angel."
1: And I know Andy's quite religious too. Andy's baby's an angel too. You know, so but
3: I've, you know, but yeah, but um,
1: well, hang no. on, just hang on. Sorry to cut you a little bit short there, Kathleen, because I want to get Chris in just before I go to the news as well. Oh, it was Chris's line, I think, that we dropped. Chris, you there? Or what? There you go. Chris has put us on hold. Imagine that putting a radio... Imagine imagine that putting a radio station on hold. <laughs> Can I get yeah, on?
3: I can't, yeah, that's not very nice. <laughs> not, but, you know, so you want to get the other person. But I think that you have your own little... You know, at least if you just say this to yourself, okay, as a, as a woman... I have one, but I I conceived with another one, so I did conceive the baby, even though it it, it didn't, you know, happen to, uh, you know, miscarriage, miscarriage. I mean, it was a horrible operation. It was very painful. And I was on my own, I miscarried my baby, my ba- my yeah. in the next I, I,
1: I know people don't think about this. This is the, the really difficult part for miscarriage that people don't know about or don't talk about is that after you have the miscarriage, no. you have to have what they call, I think it's called a DNC, isn't it?
3: didn't see. Yeah. yeah, 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 that's what, yeah.
1: And it's basically and just to make sure there's nothing in, you know, in there that would cause infection. I imagine that's the reason well, yeah. I'm not a doctor. Yeah, that's what... So that that yeah. kind of adds insult to the injury already. Do you, I, I know maybe I'm saying the wrong way, mm. but do you understand what I'm saying? No. It, it turns I it think. into a biological process. Yeah. You
3: know, yeah.
1: And that makes it but, even more difficult. Know, yeah, I suppose,
3: it, yeah. I think, I think it's just, it, any, for any woman that has... A miscarriage, or I think worse again now, is a woman that goes full term and the baby's dead when when the baby comes out. That must be horrific. I can't even imagine what women go through when they have have a stillbirth. That must be horrific, you know. Yeah.
1: Well, so, listen, so. Uh, Kathleen, listen, I have to go into a break, but listen, Kathleen, thank you very no much indeed for sharing all, that, because I tell you what, and Andy, oh. thank you very much indeed, by the way, Andy as well.
3: You're welcome now, and I hope it helps some other people. That's exactly, the, that's exactly the,
1: the reason I'm saying it, because there are people listening who may be going through something similar. I want them to know they're not the only person in the world that is going through that, that, you know, that thousands and thousands and thousands of women every single year go through something similar. It is quite a large number of women that will go through a miscarriage every single year. So you're not on your own. And I'm sure there's somebody you know who has gone through it. Could be a mother, could be an aunt, could be a sister uh, that has gone through something similar that you should talk to. And Rosie that was on earlier on was right. You should talk to somebody, always talk to somebody. Don't keep it into yourself. It's the worst thing you can do with any problem. Andy was right, a problem shared is a problem halved. And if you're religious as Andy did, say a little prayer. You know, Andy, and, and you know what? Even though I'm not religious and I don't believe in God, I think what Andy said was lovely. that They said a little prayer and that little prayer was to thank God because it was that old thing that God works in mysterious ways and there was, a, there was a reason why it happened. And sometimes there can be a reason and, and Kathleen is right. The doctor told her, this is not old school thinking. It's the same nowadays. Most doctors will just say to you when you say, why did it happen to me? They don't know. In some cases, they may have some idea but in most cases, they don't know. It's just your body just isn't ready to have a baby. But the next time you get pregnant, you may sail through it. You just might sail through it and be fine. I've got some messages here. Um, Okay. Hi, um, my ex and I experienced this uh, when we were in our early 20s. We lost our daughter, Rebecca, at 25 weeks gestation. It was so confusing and terrifying, and I never found a good way to grieve for her. Hence, the confusion which lingers to this day 2002, since 2002. Personally speaking, religion can affect how we grieve. You will either blame us or use it to make sense of it all. An example of being our Rebecca and how, how the Catholic Universal Church denied us the use of the church for her funeral. This is a fact of the subject that I'm surprised no one brought up. Uh, I imagine all experiences at some, ba- uh, at some babies are perfect at 25 weeks They are just not fat at that time, I think is the word that you put there. Uh, I won't come on. I just want to reach out and share our experience. Yeah, I I think that's awful. And you you know what the other thing was? I spoke to a woman. We were talking about stillbirths going back about two years ago. And we, we said we'd try and help, and we did. We tried to contact the minister and everything at the time. But if you have a stillbirth and it doesn't take a breath, because this woman had two stillbirths, but one did take a breath of air, the one that took a breath got a birth certificate. The one that doesn't take a breath doesn't get a birth certificate. In other words, if it's not alive when it's born, it doesn't get a birth certificate. It's a complicated law. I understand the reason for the law, but it seems so callous. Because if that was the case, you would have to give every single miscarriage a birth certificate. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that would be very complicated in law. So I understand why it's there, but realistically, they could... Change the law to allow for stillbirths, particularly in those situations. Uh, somebody else says, hi, Niall. Uh, I don't want to go on the air about this, but I had two miscarriages and a stillborn at seven months. The only answer I did get from the doctor was your body is not ready. Very stressful time, and I'm now afraid to start again. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I, I, I'm going to say this without sounding too callous and insensitive, but what's the worst that can happen? You've been through it three times. What's the worst that can happen? Even if it's a 50-50 shot, you could end up with a baby. And that's what you really want. So don't. Don't be afraid. As I said, I know somebody who went through something similar recently. And she was terrified during her second pregnancy. Terrified. But now she has a wonderful one-year-old. So don't be afraid. Hi, my ex and I experienced this when we were in our early... Oh, I got that one already. Hi, y'all. Hi. I don't want to go on the air about this, uh, but I had two miscarriages, a stillbirth, or seven months, that's the same text again. Sorry, I do apologise. All right. So there was just the two, they were repeated of me. A bit like my breakfast. Anyway, i got to go into the news. And after the news, are we taking more calls this, by the way? Or what do you want to do? Do you want to move on? Okay, if somebody wants to come on and talk about it, I know it's difficult for people to talk about it. I get that. Please do.